1: Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B. B.
2: 105.
3: It's
1: Who Was Right Last Night? You're right. On B. 105.
2: You know what? You're right.
3: Oh, Who Was Right Last Night? And uh, joining us now, we've got Amelia. Good morning, Amelia. Hi,
0: good morning.
3: And uh, you've got a problem with uh, something that's just basically an institution in these United States of America. And what is that?
0: The Girl Scout cookies.
3: Girl Scout cookies. Now, why would anybody on the face of this earth have a problem with Girl Scout cookies? Yes, What's up? Seriously.
0: So I live in a neighborhood where I have like a lot of friends who have daughters, and they're all in the Girl Scouts, and so each one of my friends is sending their daughter over to my house to sell Girl Scout cookies. And, you know, I want to help help them out, and so every time they come to my house, I buy a box, and then, you know, now it's just kind of gotten ridiculous because I can't buy every single box, like from every Girl
3: Scout. <laughs> That's a lot of temptation. It's kind of like you got on yeah. a telemarketers list. All right, Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. And, uh, you know, thank you, Girl Scouts. Like, you're not really helping out so
3: much. I got to say that, too, because I think I'd feel a lot more comfortable with Girl Scout cookies if they started selling them right after Halloween when you're basically like just till the end of the year, like, I don't care. I'm about to eat a bunch of junk and I'm fine with it. But it's like at the first of the year, you're like, I'm trying to start a new and here it's they all, come. It's all in
2: moderation. Oh, you put stop them in the freezer moderation. and just get a couple, yeah, yeah. you know, a couple boxes.
3: <laughs> How many boxes, ballpark at Amelia, have you bought so far this year?
2: I have about 12 boxes
4: right now. Oh, my. Now. Wow. Yeah, that is
0: wow. taking lot them to work. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, like they show up at my house with the Girl Scout cookies. And, like, what am I going to do? Put them away? No, I want to eat them right, right away. Like,
4: And I always feel guilty when I'm leaving the grocery store and here's this sweet little girl Mm -hmm. who's just right there. And I have to tell her, no, I'm this grumpy old man who doesn't (laughs) like sweets and keep on marching by. So I understand when it's a friend's daughter who, you know, it's even harder to say no to.
3: Sure.
0: Right. Exactly. And I mean, I told them to send them my way. And then I would
2: help them out. But now it's getting ridiculous. And I feel so bad turning away these Girl Scouts. You see it on social media now too. That used to like not be a thing. They would have to come to your door. But now it's like, oh, my daughter's shooting a video. Let me tag all my friends.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But something that's ingenious going on in my neighborhood in Fort Mitchell is they have these signs that say Girl Scout cookies sold here. And they put them in their front yards and then they put a QR code hanging underneath it. So all these people walking by or driving by can scan the QR code if they want to buy. Yeah, that is pretty good. Even more access to
2: Girl Scout cookies.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have enough. All right, Amelia, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury?
0: Yes, I don't know how how
4: many more cookies I can take. Like I might have to start turning them away. So this is literally a case of Amelia versus the Girl Scouts here? Yeah, yes, this is. <laughs> but like,
3: much smiling. like the people versus Larry Flint, it's Amelia versus the Girl Scouts. Statman, you're juror number one. What do you got?
4: You could just make a donation. You don't have to buy the cookies. Or you could just give the cookies to me. I'd be happy to take them <laughs> off your hands. I'll even come pick them up. I'm team Girl Scouts.
3: All right. Ashley?
2: Well, I live with, like, the nicest man on the planet that... I mean, we've had several Girl Scouts come to our door, phone calls, we buy them, and we eat them. So I say keep buying them. I mean, <laughs> you can take them to work, to family, gift it. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
3: So Team Girl Scouts? Team Girl Scouts. Team, team Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts honor. Uh, I'm going to go with Team Amelia here because I believe that your friends in the neighborhood should know uh, that you're a, one individual that doesn't need that many cookies oh, and see. they should maybe coordinate because obviously those girls are all in the same den, pack, whatever you call it. So yeah. they should know, group, whatever you True. want. Yeah. So only send one over. But that being said, you're talking to a guy who for many years in a row bought one of those ridiculously expensive coupon books that I never used. <laughs> they're like, hey, there's there's twenty thousand dollars in savings in and- this book for 100 bucks Well, give it to me never used <laughs> not it not once no so uh, yeah. but by a score of 2 to 1 we have determined that the girl scouts are right amelia we're sorry oh man but let's see. 749 B105 is lit up as it always does. Let's see what our B105 jury thinks.
0: That sounds great.
3: All right. And save me some of those peanut butter ones. Those are my favorites, okay?
1: Okay, I will. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
3: B105, The Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? It's Amelia against the Girl Scouts of America. What is going on here? <laughs> well, she has a lot of friends in the neighborhood who have daughters, and she's like, oh, enough. I can't buy any more Girl Scout cookies. Uh, we sided with the Girl Scouts. Two to one, but let's see. Pam and Carlisle, you're siding like myself with Amelia, and why is that?
0: I myself am one of those that if I buy a box of thin mints, I'm going to eat a whole sleeve in one sitting. Oh
3: yeah, I'm a big old Girl Scout sleeves eater, man. I will eat those (laughs) cookies like I will go through a box. Yeah.
0: So what I've gotten to the point of doing is instead of buying the cookies, I just give them a donation, and then that way I'm helping them. But I'm not buying cookies for my house. And then if they want to go and buy a box of cookies with it, and hide it under their bed, and their parents don't know, and whatever. But exactly. Yeah, I, I'd rather just give them a donation to say, okay, here, I'm helping you out. But I don't want the cookies.
3: I've actually done that before, too, coming out of Kroger when they're set up and I'll go, which box would you girls like today i'm gonna buy it for you
2: oh and do that
3: i mean i know and then they can just turn around and sell it again if they want i don't care but it's just you know i don't want to i know what i do with a
2: guy in my house so uh, (laughs) thank
3: you very much pam uh lindsey from lawrenceburg says she's torn on this issue why is that
0: i think you could either just make the donation or buy them and take them to work or maybe even take them to a homeless shelter
3: Yep, absolutely. Or like Sheila from Latonia, she called in and said, "Donate them to the troops." There's a way you can do that on their website.
0: Oh, definitely.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a great idea, Lindsay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Must go to Brittany from Harrison. Uh, Your team, Amelia, but you totally understand this. I do.
0: I am a teacher, so oh. every year about this time, past and present students are in my room waiting for me every morning
4: asking me to buy Girl Scouts from them. I didn't even think of the past, students. Yeah, you get hit up everywhere you go. Oh, my gosh. God love you.
3: On average, how many do you have to buy a year?
0: Luckily for me, I just had a baby. So that is my excuse this year. as to not (laughs) have to buy any because I have to take care of my
2: baby. But in years past, it's been 30 to 40 boxes.
3: Oh, my. Wow.
2: I see Officer Nick's... uh, Excuse for me in the future because he's buying all these Girl Scout cookies, (laughs) and now you just gave him, Oh, I know how to get out of this. Let's just have a baby. But you'll be
3: like, Give me them cookies, break them (laughs) in here. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Brittany. You're
1: welcome. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
3: B-105, Big Dave Show, uh, AFC Championship game last night. Our Bengals falling to the Chiefs 23-20. Uh, to 20, Last second field goal by the Chiefs. Closed out the game there. So, uh, season's over, and there are a lot of people this morning pointing fingers at Cincinnati Mayor Aftab Purval because uh, on Friday... I don't know who said do this, man, but he made a proclamation, uh, as mayors often do. But the things he said in it became basically bulletin board material, I guess, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Here it is. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be had proclaimed. Whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC Championship game. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Piraval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Thank you. There you go. So a little too far there put that out on Twitter and everything else uh, and by the way uh as a lot of people were quick to point out including me Kansas uh became a state after Kansas City Missouri was founded so actually that was named after Kansas it was, you know I'll tell you
2: that the best thing that came out of it were some of the comments and oh, yeah. oh my gosh there was a bag of Doritos uh-huh. as a meme and it said delitos
3: yeah telling
1: him to delete this man yes. there's still time you
3: saw the guy pointing the best time to to delete this tweet would have been right now. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. forget that. One. But you know, I mean, he calls out Mahomes in it, and Mahomes uh, after the game last night. Yeah, I mean, you got Burrowhead. You say, I mean, they beat us last time. They're talking about we, we got to play them. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> the mayor came at me. Nah,
4: no, I know could go without hearing his voice.
3: <laughs> for a long well, time. yeah, but I tell you what, he won the night. Uh, former uh, University of Cincinnati tied in Travis Kelsey. Uh, hoisting up the Lamar Hunt AFC Championship Trophy.
1: How about this beautiful trophy? Huh? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and
3: shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> uh, you jabroni. We
4: deserve yeah, that. Yeah, but I I mean, if we, yes. we
2: can point okay. fingers all day. The yeah. mayor, the referee.
3: Yeah. The yeah. Come yeah. on. we we'll Or just refs. to
2: take a look at ourselves. That first quarter of ours wasn't oh, too high. We, didn't,
3: we had zero yards <laughs> in the first exactly. quarter. Exactly. We zero. didn't show
2: up in the first
3: quarter. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of blame to go around. You're right on the refs. I mean, the whole third and nine getting to do that again. I mean, you could see on the replay, the ref was running out. But you're so noisy, like we talked about in Arrowhead Stadium. They couldn't hear him. The I mayor mean,
2: has uh, issued an apology, though. He
3: has publicly come out and apologized this morning and congratulated the Chiefs, as he should do. But I thought that was a little bit weird. I mean, it was kind of like, uh, what are you doing, man? Stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane, bro. That's the quote right there. So, uh, we'll get him next year, and hopefully uh, Mayor Purvall stays off Twitter.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> Absolutely. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
3: B105, The Big Dave Show. It's never Monday morning officially until he finds his way in the studio. John Matarese from Channel 9. Good morning, John. Good morning, Dave and Ashley
5: and Stat. And uh, be glad you don't have to fly to the Super Bowl. Be glad you don't have to get out there and buy tickets to to see the game. Because you save some money now. Oh, my goodness. Prices are crazy. If you want to fly anywhere this spring around spring break, I mean, I hope you have a ticket. And if you don't have a ticket, I hope you have good tires and you've had the oil changes. That's stat oh, man. Like, check yeah. out your car or truck. Sure. Or you win you, the uh, Powerball tonight. Yeah, maybe. because <laughs> it is it is just crazy. We've never had airfares this high. If you're looking to go to Florida anytime in March or April. I mean, we are talking eight hundred dollars round trip on a major airline like Delta. And and people say, well, what about Fort Myers? What about what if I fly to Tampa? It's like it doesn't matter where you're flying. It's about eight hundred round trips from Cincinnati. Then people say, oh, I'll just fly out of, uh, you know, Columbus. Indianapolis. No difference. It's about eight or nine hundred. What about the discount airlines? Hey, I'll fly a legion. Okay, you know? Right. They're always cheap. Yeah. Where are those hundred fifty dollar flights? You're not gonna find one. They're like four hundred. I mean it's unbelievable. <laughs> what? If you are looking for March or April Especially to Florida, although also other warm weather climates. If you want to go out to Arizona or something like Uh that, the prices are just incredible. And it's because of the demand. The demand is so high. The airlines didn't bring as many flights back after COVID, after they shut down. So there's not that many flights out there. Everybody wants to travel right now. And just be aware, March and April are... I, I've never seen anything like this. Crazy high. What can you do? Well, if you can go in February, you'll still find cheap seats if you want to go in February. Mm-hmm. Or if you can go to Florida in June, July, or August, you know, when it's 95 degrees <laughs> and you're <laughs> dripping. Well, then you'll find a cheap fare. But if you're looking for spring break, Mike Moe to make it a road trip this year. So you don't waste your money.
3: Sounds like a plan, John. What are you working on for tonight's broadcast? We got some work from home job scams. A lot of people looking for remote jobs these days, and the scammers are all over it. Got oh. some warnings for you, so you don't waste your remote jobs. So I've got two teenagers. Most of the time, I'm just looking for my remotes. <laughs>
1: That's used you know, yeah. I think it's in the couch. All right, thank you, John. This is the Big Dave Podcast. <laughs>
3: B105, the Big Dave show, trying to figure out the uh, drink in Ashley's hand for Eric Church tickets. And we got Rachel from Delhi here. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. So uh, I think we can brighten your day after that Bengals loss yesterday with some Eric Church tickets, can't we? Please, please. Okay, you need this. All right, Ashley, describe the drink for Rachel. All
2: right, we're going to do a splash of rum, a little bit of cream of coconut, some pineapple juice. You can't forget the frozen pineapple and fresh lime juice. All right, what is that drink in Ashley's hand? Is it
3: a peanut colada? Yes! Congratulations.
2: Thank you so much. I needed it after last night. No <laughs> doubt, and you've got the good seats. This is a pair of pavilion tickets to see Eric Church at Riverbend Music Center on July fourteenth, and should I stress, Friday, July fourteenth. Oh, how about yes. like that?
3: Could you honestly ever see Eric Church drinking a pina colada? It seems a little fancy for him.
0: I don't think he shy think away from him. All the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to B one hundred five, Rachel, and we'll see you at the show.
2: Thank you.
1: This is the Big Dave Podcast. B B
2: one
3: hundred five.
1: One hundred and five wants to pay your bills with twenty thousand dollars.
3: And Ashley Johnson from Harrison, look at you getting through, girl! Congratulations happy monday yeah well yours just became a lot better it's a victory monday for you because you just won a hundred dollars i'll take it thank you
4: so much and now you're in the running for b105 to pay your bills with that twenty thousand dollars so what would you spend that money on um
2: i'd actually put it on a down payment for a house I'm looking
3: to move so that helps out a lot oh that'd be mm-hmm. nice right there
2: get you some land for some chickens, so you don't gotta buy those eggs
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. First, first thing you do is buy dirt i love it well actually thank you
0: pretty sure that's jlo and ps the person behind all of this
1: is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
5: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
3: app downloaded and registered on your phone and of course for listening to B105. Thank you. Alright, we're just getting started. We got another name at 840, then 1140 and 140 with Grover Collins and 440 with uh, Jesse and Anna this afternoon on B105. So uh, make sure you got that app going on your phone. Wintry mix this morning then clouds in 35. Right now it's a drizzly, foggy 33 at B105. I have no idea what the weather's like on the Chattahoochee. Let's find out from Alan Jackson now. Good morning.
1: This is the Big Dave Podcast.
3: Our good vibes today are coming from Maryland and also, I guess, the Jurassic era. I'm not sure when this thing lived. Are you ready for this? Molly Sampson has big dreams for a nine-year-old girl. Molly already knows what she wants to be when she grows up. Not an Instagram influencer, actress, or model, but a paleontologist. Yep, this young girl from Maryland is obsessed with finding dinosaur bones. Her love of paleontology stems from her father's love of searching for fossils at nearby Chesapeake Bay. So Molly and her sister Natalie love to accompany him, Bruce, on Saturday morning fossil hunts on the beach. So much so that all Molly wanted for Christmas this past year was an insulated pair of waders and a sifting basket. (laughs) And her wish came true, so on Christmas morning in 10-degree weather... Molly went out with her dad and sister to wade into the water and look for fossils. Molly said specifically, I'm going to search for a megalodon tooth. Now, a megalodon was an enormous prehistoric shark that many believe is the direct ancestor of today's great white sharks. Megalodon, short for megalodontus or giant tooth was one of the largest predatory fish to have ever lived and estimated to have the greatest bite force nature's ever produced. So that's kind of a cool thing. That's a big deal. So with low tide that morning, Molly was able to wade out in her brand new waders even further into the water and guess what? She found what looked like a tooth. A giant tooth. No way. Shrieking with joy, Molly reached down and grabbed it. It was a Megalodon tooth. And her dad, Bruce, told Fox 5 TV station he couldn't believe it. Oh, I was absolutely shocked. I couldn't believe that she had found a tooth that big. I've spent my whole life looking for something like that. And she found it as soon as she walked out into the water. So just how big was the Megalodon that this tooth came from? Well, they say every inch is 10 feet. The tooth is five inches long, so the megalodon it came from was 50 feet. Wow. A 50-foot prehistoric shark. (laughs) So needless to say, Molly was very excited about her find. Her and her father, Bruce, took the tooth to the nearby Calvert Marine Museum, who quickly confirmed its identity and said, Molly... You keep the tooth. This is your find, girl. Oh, that's a dream, so cool. dream come true for a nine-year-old that wants to be a paleontologist. Molly has grand designs for what she's going to do with that five-inch megalodon tooth. I'm
2: probably gonna put it in a shadow box and put it in my room.
3: Finally, she says something that sounds like a normal <laughs> nine-year-old girl. God bless you, Molly. Congratulations on the find of a lifetime, and thank you for the good vibes this morning.
1: B B105 This is the Big Dave podcast. It's the Big Dave show. Dad joke of the day on B105.
3: And this morning we got Garrett from Westchester. He is a father of two and a carpenter and is ready to build us the perfect dad joke. Garrett, come on.
1: All right, what's the difference between a dollar bill and a buffalo bill? What's,
3: what's the, the difference between, between a, dollar a dollar bill and a buffalo bill?
1: bill? A dollar bill is good for four quarters. All
3: right. Now we're yeah. throwing shade at the bills. <laughs> that joke, that yeah. joke's
2: so last week. I think we actually
4: have <laughs> I it. Hey, I
3: wanted to call last week. You guys didn't answer the phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's all right. We'll still take it, but you might throw the Bengals in that Buffalo Bill thing after <laughs> last night's game, hey, too. I know
1: it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Garrett. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast. B105.com.